Hey there, this is Chris Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. This is episode 406 of the WCHL podcast. And on the other end of the line is my cohort in crime, the assistant general manager for the University of Oklahoma and the chief pom-pom shaker himself, Andrew Majorker. <laughs> Tell us how you're doing uh, there, Andrew. I am doing fantastic. How's everybody else doing out there? Well, hopefully they're doing great because we had a great weekend of hockey with, uh, in the world of WCHL hockey. So let's sit back and get comfortable, but not too comfortable as we listen to some crunchy guitar. When we come right back, Andrew, let's kick into some games, okay? What? Let's do it. Andrew, boy, I always like listening to that crunchy music. That's just yeah, it's, good. it's good stuff. Something nice and loud. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, it can never be. Uh, it can never be too loud, in my opinion. Yeah, well, no, it can. It, your rank, as a matter of fact, it can be too loud. <laughs> <laughs> but but on this podcast, no. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's let's start it off. We had some games at your rank this weekend. We did. We did. And that's right, because the Arizonas came all the way to Oklahoma. And uh, we had University of Arizona at Oklahoma on Thursday night, and we had Arizona State up at uh, UCO on Thursday night. Arizona beat Oklahoma one to nothing in a squeaker. They did. And ASU ASU uh, uh, scored with four seconds left to go in the game to beat Central Oklahoma five to four. They completed about, the comeback. Andrew, tell us all about it. How about that? Well, I didn't. I didn't think the Thursday night games disappointed one. Whatsoever, it uh, you know when we talked last week, we thought they were all going to be close, tight battles, and uh, neither neither game disappointed in that in that matter. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, they disappointed the home fans, but uh, well, you know, oh, the the home teams fell a little short, but but that's okay. They, uh, you know, the game we saw on Thursday night, OU and uh, Arizona. I thought it was a tight defensive battle. I thought both of the uh, both of the teams, their defense played well, and both the goaltenders played very well. They uh, seemed like everything, and I don't know if you saw this, but it just seemed like to me everything was on the outside of the – out by the boards all night. They uh, Neither team would let anything in the middle of the ice and never would – neither team really got set up a whole lot in the offensive zone, I didn't think. A lot of, a lot of back-and-forth action. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I thought it looked like a basketball game. It was up and down, up and down. It was. A lot of, uh, a lot of neutral zone – um, uh, uh, battling and a lot of sticks and legs and only one puck out there. And it was, it was, it was, it was kind of ugly, I thought, but uh, it, it, was, it worked it out was, for Arizona. It, was, it did. It was, you know, it was, it was one of those games that it was exciting if you're sitting in the stands watching it, because it's a lot of back and forth action, like what we said. But, you know, if you're one of the two coaches behind the bench, you're pulling your hair out if you have any hair to pull out. Because, <laughs> you know, your team's probably not really doing what you wanted them to on Thursday night, right? That's right. That's right. But hey, you know, after a, a 16, 17 hour bus ride all the way from Tucson, hopping off the bus and uh, pulling out a one to nothing win, that had to make things uh, easy and palatable for the Wildcats to yeah. uh, come into town to start their weekend off well. That's, uh, you know, it's a good start for those guys to pull on the weekend, pulling out a win. I know uh, they're probably uh, cringing having to get off the bus and to walk into Oklahoma and play them right off the bat. But, hey, it, it worked out for them, right? 
Yes, it did. I mean, we've been on those bus rides. It hurts to get off that bus. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. It, it, it takes a while to find your to find your legs. Yes, yes. They're they're no fun. You know, you can have the cushiest bus in the world, but it's still a bus. Yeah, after after fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hours, it's just a bus, right? You're, yeah. you're ready to get you're, ready to get off of that thing. Whether you're laying down uh, in a in a in a cot or in a bunk. Or whether you're laying down across seats or on the floor, it's still a bus. It's still yeah. a bus. Yeah. Well, tell us about uh, the the five four ASU win over UCO up in Edmond. Yeah. How about that? UCO was up uh, three to one in that game, and then how about Arizona State? You know, uh, decent team, but we thought maybe uh, they're going to have some trouble scoring some goals here early in the season. But how about those guys? They just plow right back into it. And a kid by the name of Elliot Plord leads the way. They take a 4-3 to three lead in the, in the game. UCO comes back in midway through the third and ties it up. And then how about that? You said it just a minute ago. ASU with uh, four seconds to go buries it to win the game. They just worked and worked and worked uh-huh. and kept working. Plord had the hat trick. And... Um... Yeah, I mean they they played a full sixty minutes and boy it paid off for them a big yeah. five to four win up there at the uh, Bronco it Barn. It did. You know that's a tough loss and a great win depending on which side of the coin you're on, right? That's the truth. That's a tough place to win. That's a tough place to win. Yeah, that's the they're tough to play up there, and you know I think we'll see this out of Arizona State. They're going to be they're going to be a hardworking team all season. You know I thought even when we get into them a little bit later down at our. Pl- at my place on Friday and Saturday, Oof. I thought they just worked and worked and worked and worked. And uh, so I think that could be a – I even thought about that last week when they played the Arizona out in the desert. You know, it's it seemed like they just worked and worked and worked. So hopefully for Coach Green, that's kind of, a, you know, a, a mindset this season and, and those guys move forward with that, right? Yeah, and I, I just got to say, Andrew, I am so glad you changed that from our place to my place because <laughs> – I, I lay zero claim to the Blazers Ice Center. Well, you, you sure are there with me an awful lot. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Trust me. Not nearly as much as you want me there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, uh, the two teams, they flipped. Uh, the two Arizona teams, they flipped opponents for Friday, Saturday. So uh, Arizona went up north to Edmond to take on UCO. And Arizona State came down to Andrews Building and uh, took on the Oklahoma Sooners on Friday night. And it was a it was a reversal of fortune from the uh, from the night before because Central they, Oklahoma just absolutely smoked Arizona did. seven to one. They did the uh, all all UCO in the second period five goals. It was all UCO after the like the first minute of the game. Apparently, yeah. Uh, Anthony Cusinelli comes in. I think it was Cusinelli comes in and scores the first goal in the first minute of the game. And then it and was after just, that, it was just. All yeah. UCO. Yeah, it was on from there, right? Mm-hmm. Seven yeah. to one. It was ugly. Yeah, but hey, you know, good for good for those guys. That probably that Thursday night losing with four seconds left. It probably probably left a little bit of a bad taste in UCO's mouth. So you know, I I figured well, I didn't I didn't figure I'd want to be Arizona having to face off with them on on Friday night after they got beat like that. So. Yeah, that, and that's that when I when I say it was ugly, I mean it was ugly from 
from the Arizona perspective, from the UCO perspective, you knew that they uh, they probably got their rear ends chewed off. Yes, um, yeah. on Thursday night, and they just came out there like uh, you know pit bulls at the end of the leash, just raring yeah. to get. Uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Just looking for a victim, any victim in uh, the Wildcats were it on Friday night. But wow, yeah, and, yeah, and then Oklahoma kind of did the same thing to Arizona State. Uh, you know, they jumped out to an early three to nothing lead in the first period, and they did. Basically rode it the rest of the way to a six to two win over the Sun Devils. They did, you know. The OU came out on uh, came out on fire, and it was uh, you know it was kind of that first period was kind of the Paulo de Sousa show with having the first three assists on on uh, the first three goals. And then Isaac Bossy had uh, two of the first three goals, so those guys were kind of coming out firing, and uh, you know they didn't really look back. But you know what? To give credit to to Arizona State. Here again, like I said just a minute ago, they they worked. They didn't they didn't roll over and and just die out there. They they kept working, and even though it was a six two to game, you know I thought they kind of made Oklahoma earn that six two game. You know they didn't just they didn't just roll over and play dead for them, right? They they still worked at it. So good for good for those guys. Yep, yep. They you're you're right. Arizona State uh, did not quit, and Oklahoma just kept pouring it on, and um, it was. Uh, yeah, o- Oklahoma. In, in that game, Oklahoma just had uh, they, they they had uh, the back door just going early. Yeah, yeah. They they played that seam that seam pass crossed a lot, and I think I think they scored two of the first three goals that way, if I remember right. In in yeah, and they just uh, it, it was just it was just crazy uh, yeah. how, how how that how that was there that pass was there. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, so six to two win for Oklahoma. So, uh, they, uh, Andrew was uh, a happy man there at the Blazers Ice Center. Got uh, your pom poms out. Yeah, I was happy. All right. <laughs> and up in, uh, up in Springfield, Missouri, uh, we had a, a Colorado came to town to take on the ice bears up there at the Jordan Valley ice park. That turned out to be a little tighter affair than uh, than we expected. You know, Colorado comes into the uh, uh, into the weekend zero and six on the season after losing. Uh, what did they lose? They lost at Vegas. They lost to Midland, and they lost to Minot. Minot, yep. And so they uh, they come in zero and six, and you're thinking, oh boy, Missouri State's rolling. They just come off of Iowa State, and uh, boy, the the Buffs put up a fight and kind of made not- made Missouri State earn it. Yeah, I was, I was I was very surprised at seeing that score. You know they, you know they got down four to two, and you know you, they could have easily quit and and just you know said packed it in and said we'll see you guys tomorrow. But you know what? They showed a little bit of stones and came back and made it four uh, three. So you know, good for good for those guys. I uh, I would like to see a lot out of Colorado because I think they got a talented team up there. To see if they can get all the pieces put together and and get the train running in the right direction. Yep, yep. And you uh, you hit the nail on the head. They uh, they showed a lot of fight. They showed it was good to see. They showed some uh, some life, signs of life there from the buffs. Yeah, yeah. And it paid off for them on Saturday because boy, they shocked uh, at least the world of the WCHL on Saturday because they jumped out to a five to nothing lead over the Missouri State Ice Bears. And um, it, that game ended up to be a five to two Colorado win. A, a Colorado kid took a, a, a head contact major penalty with like five minutes to go, and so Missouri State uh, made it pay uh, on the on the on the power play. They scored two late goals. As I was 
as I was going through the score sheet on that game, the uh, I was surprised Saturday night when I saw the score come through on Twitter and then uh, going through the score sheet, first thing that came to mind are the holy penalties. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. hundred and uh, So I wrote it down here, 132 minutes, six unsportsmanlike conducts. How, and, many, how uh, many DQs? One DQ? Uh, you know what? I didn't even look to see on that, on the DQs. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, because this looked really odd to me. They show Colorado having 17 shots on goal for the entire game with five goals. <laughs> I was like, I saw that and I was like, that can't be right. And I was like, five goals on 17 shots, but stranger things will happen. That's a bad day at the office between the pipes, huh? Yeah, that is. Yikes. That is. Thanks. I, uh, uh, yeah, I can tell you um, after putting the uh, uh, that, that information or finishing off that game in terms of the score sheet, yeah, that was a two score sheet kind of a game, and um, uh, yeah, the penalties. In fact, that I'll I'll just you know truth uh, full disclosure here. I'm going to have to go back and look at that game because there were some uh, instances there that caught my attention that weren't very uh, weren't weren't what we want here in the WCHL, especially late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah it looked like uh, looked like he got really really ugly late. Mm-hmm. But but you know, with all that said, congratulations to Colorado and picking up their first win of the season. So Yeah, yeah. And it and it causes you to to wonder a little bit about Mo State, doesn't it? Because uh, they're splitting they're splitting these weekends now. They split with Illinois State. They split it with Iowa State. Here they are splitting oh, with Colorado. I mean it's that, a it's a funky start to the season for a lot of teams, but uh yeah, I you know at home Missouri yeah. State's really, really tough to beat. And um, yeah. yeah, so that 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 just I don't know, it's it just makes you Makes you th- makes you go hmm. Yeah, it makes you think. It makes and not bagging on those guys, but you know, is inconsistency going to be uh, a problem for them this season? You know, something yeah. to something to think about there. Something to think about. Well, let's get back to some inconsistency because back down here, <laughs> Arizona and Central Oklahoma played their third game in three days um, on Saturday, and boy, inconsistency was the word because that turned out to be uh, a sick, Arizona returned the favor and brought out the wood and uh, laid it to Central Oklahoma six to two. Six to two. What a what a what a reversal from the night before, right? What a reversal! Wow, it was uh, it was it was it was ugly. It was ugly. And and you know, Central Oklahoma has. I was at that game. In fact, I was at the other game too, the uh, Arizona State Oklahoma game. That was a four to three Oklahoma win. And um, Oklahoma jumped out, um, and, and Arizona State kept trying to get it close. It was three to two. Um, ASU pulls the goaltender. Oklahoma gets an empty net goal to make it um, uh, four to two. And then with like a I don't know fifty seconds left in the game, and then damned if uh, ASU doesn't come down and uh, actually start moving the puck around uh, like they like and- they should have been doing before they pulled the goaltender. And they get yeah. a they get a goal to make it four to three and tighten it up. And they had another they had a great chance uh, to tie the game up. Oh, I felt I felt uh, I mean it was a it was a four to three Oklahoma win at the end of the day. But Arizona State, you know, if there was one of those uh, what do they call those things moral victories? Um, yeah, it was a moral victory. Yeah, I mean they you know they they didn't lay down. Um, uh, you know, they, they fought hard for all three games and they had a chance there on Saturday to, uh, you know, tie the game up and, you know, snag a point away from Oklahoma. But, uh, yeah, 
you know, they've got yeah. a good little team. They just need to. I, they do. I, I mentioned they do. it to the coach afterwards, to Coach Green, that if the if the players just trust in themselves, they have some very very talented players. The one who stood, stood out to me was number nineteen, Clayton Lackey. Yeah, he um, was kind of on the radar anyway. Yep, and, and he's he's a heck of a player. But, he is. But he's also out there with four other guys, and if you know if 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 he would. Um, you know, recognize there were some times when he tried to, you know, dipsy do between the entire uh, defense. And, yeah, tried to make a yeah, make what, the tough play instead of the easy play. Yeah, yeah, I call it the you know Sergey Federer from that old Nike commercial where he skated through all twenty nine teams. Um, yeah, you know if if he would uh, move the puck like they did, well, that last goal was just a beautiful goal. They moved it and they moved it in it, to to an open guy and. He just roofed it, um, and those opportunities were there uh, all throughout the game. So uh, I think they're going to get better once they, you know, mesh and learn to trust in one another. Uh, they yeah, play, they play a fun style of hockey, and they play a hard style of hockey. So you're gonna they do they they're not doormats anymore, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna know you're in a game, uh, you know, after you leave uh, sixty minutes on the ice with Arizona State. Yeah, you know, it's they're one of those teams they. For lack of better terms, they they bring their work boots to the rink with them, and and they go out and work. And they're and they're young, but you know I definitely think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, not only this season, but you know for a couple seasons to go here. You know, yep. I think he's got a talented core there, a young talented core, and I see nothing but upside for those guys here for the near future. You are correct. And then uh, and then up up north, as I said before, it was a six to two Arizona win. Um, UCO comes out and scores about 10 minutes into the game. Dominic Colbeans, a transfer from Lindenwood, comes in and just uh, takes a beautiful pass right at the top of the crease and puts it five holes. Nice, beautiful shot right between the legs of the goaltender. And um, all of a sudden you thought to yourself, whoops, maybe it's going to be a repeat of the night before. And uh, Arizona scores with like a minute 10 left to go in the period to tie the game up one-to-one after one. And then UCO just kind of, they did what UCO kind of does, which I know has got to be frustrating as all get out for their coach. Um, they focus so much on the officials and they, uh, they lose their mind yeah. and they, they quit playing hockey. Yeah. They lose track of what they're doing. When they play hockey, they're a damn good team. They can fly. They've got some talent. They've got some sick talent on that team. Uh, 17, uh, not, uh, well, 17 Colbeans. He's always on the, on the rush. Uh, 19 Mikhailov is there. Um, there's a, a kid, McCabe, I think Drew McCabe, I think is his name, and McMahon, uh, a, a new player. Um, and then there's um, a couple of, uh, there's a defenseman, Aram Moosepeg. Aram, I, I don't know, I, I'm probably butchering that name, but they've got some players <laughs> on that team. And if they would just play hockey, and I don't know if it's the young kids, I don't think so. I think it's more the returners, because um, I know, I, I think number 26, uh, Davies, Ended up with a bunch of penalty minutes. Um, yeah, you know, if they would get some solid uh, leadership and to stay out of the box and just play hockey, I think they've they've got a chance um, to have something very very special. Um, I also know though that's a big if, right? Because we're dealing with college right. kids. That's right. That's right. bunch of bunch of knuckleheads. Yeah, and and you know the proof is in the pudding because it was a parade to the penalty box and Arizona just made them pay. Um, yeah, the, in the second period, and you know the game was over, and we just had to ride out the last twenty minutes. And in the third period, it was 
but it was a six to two U of A win, and they go away. Uh, they're two and one on the weekend. Oklahoma goes two and one on the weekend. Uh, UCO yeah. wins one, loses two. Arizona State wins one, loses two. So, uh, kind of an interesting weekend. And then, uh, yeah, like, uh, and then Mo State and Colorado split, huh? Yeah. So I think my predictions were uh, pretty spot on from last week. <laughs> your your predictions were always spot on, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, my predictions are up. They're always good. Let's see. I had uh, OU two and one, UCO. I missed it on that one. Yeah. I missed the Colorados. I did them in Missouri State. So yeah, for, for all purposes, spot on. For all purposes, I was pretty good. I was spot on. Yeah, I was good. <laughs> if, we, if we if we don't count all those misses, you were just spot on, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I was spot on. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, hey, now that we've got some uh, a bunch of games in the WCHL, we have some. Uh, we can talk about the WCHL standings. Yeah, we got some standings to talk oh, about. Now. You're excited because your team's at the top. Calm down there, big man. <laughs> Jeez. We're doing it. Remember, um, in the WCHL, um, since we're not playing an even number of games throughout the uh, uh, season because Colorado, uh, because Arizona, uh, God, man, my, I'm, my brain is fried because Arkansas left. Yep. That's why Colorado State was. Um, um, uh, off this weekend. Idle, this weekend. Idle, thank you. I was going to say bye. They were bye this weekend. <laughs> yeah, they were bye this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why That's why Colorado State was off. They would have been uh, at Missouri State and at Arkansas, but uh, I wasn't going to make them drive all the way to Missouri State for one game. So, um, anyways, um, we, we've, we've got a bunch. We're going by winning percentage now, not points, not points earned. It's, it's points earned divided by the possible points. Um, and so Oklahoma, with two wins and one loss so far in the season, is in first place with a winning percentage of, what's that, 6.66, 66%. Yep, 60. yep. Arizona's right behind them, two wins, one loss, an overtime win, and a shootout loss. So uh, they're at 60%. They've played five games, so they've basically won three games, lost two. Missouri State and Colorado are tied there in third place because they both split. Oh, they each have a win, they each have a loss. Arizona State is in one, two, three, four, fifth place. Uh, they have a win, two losses, a shootout win, and an overtime loss. So they've basically won uh, two out of their five games that they played. And then Central Oklahoma is one and two. So they're at uh, 33%. Colorado State hasn't played any WCHL games yet. So they're in the cellar, if you will. But uh, yeah, that's unfair to say because they really haven't played yet. So, um, yeah. But we'll we'll keep them down there till they yeah, play. Well, they'll 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 get their chance in a couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, that's so, right. So you've got to be excited. You're, you're probably going to print off the uh, this the standings and paste it onto the locker room because uh, it might be the only time this season that Oklahoma's at the top, huh? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think we've got a. I think we've got a probably a. A four, maybe a five horse race for the season coming up here. You know, yeah. we we talked a little bit about it. So, all right, know, four or five team, a four or five team uh, dogfight on our hands. I think it's going to be exciting. Remind me again who you predicted was going to win it all. Uh, I think I had Arizona winning it all. Okay, all right, and uh, OU finishing last. <laughs> Well, okay. All right. Well, I just know if I don't want the Oklahoma folks to be mad at me, um, you know, just because uh, I'm, I'm making sure to, you know, knock, keep you down, uh, you know, knock you down a few notches here. 
So oh, you're, yeah. you're, oh, you're yeah. fat, dumb, and happy now that uh, Oklahoma is number one, and you got the pom pom shaking for the next week and a half. Yeah, Pick, picking on the picking on the small guy here. <laughs> yeah, picking on the small guy. That's me. Uh, I am. I am. I'm an angel. I've never done anything to deserve this. <laughs> well, with that. <laughs> Let's take a little quick intermission <laughs> break. Allow everybody to uh, uh, wipe down from uh, all the BS that uh, just got spewed their way. Yeah, right. And uh, we'll be right back. Let's talk about the week ahead. Andrew's three stars, uh, some rankings, and uh, some listeners that we heard from. So hold on. Yeah. Let's hear the uh, Caddyshack horn, and then we'll get right into Andrew's three stars. Alrighty, Andrew. Boy, I mean, you were landing on thick there at the end, huh? <laughs> you know, Gosh. the best, the best I can do, right? <laughs> you're just gonna milk. You're gonna be uh, in unsufferable, insufferable for the next week or so. Hey, until we get until, some more WCHL games going. Jeez. Until until somebody pulls them down off the top there, you know. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, there was a there was a there was an episode. This is I'm going to show my age. Um, there was an episode probably, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago of the Simpsons where Homer and Bart were playing some video game against one another. It was like a boxing type of a thing. And Homer, it was like Mike Tyson's punch out and Homer beats Bart. Uh, it was a total fluke. You know, it was, a the, the son was trying to teach the dad how to play the stupid video game. Homer wins and Bart says, no, 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 come on. We're going to have a rematch. And, and Homer <laughs> just stands up and says, nope, I'm retiring. I'm the champ. You know, I'm retiring yeah, I'm right done. now. Yeah, I know that's I'm what done. you're doing. I know that's what you're doing right now. You're calling an end to the WCHL season. The standings will, will be frozen as they are. Oklahoma yeah. wins the season. You're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. If you could, if you could ship that thing back here, no. <laughs> yeah, go have a donut there, Homer. Yeah, Homer, Homer Major Curse. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, give us. We, we've we've got this uh, cheesy little segment going on here. We need we need some music for it. We need to find some music. Yeah, we, we need some. Yeah, it's like 2001 Space Odyssey music or something like that to play. <laughs> yeah, Space Oddity, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, Space Case, Andrew Majorkirth. All right, give us your three stars of the week for the week that was. All right, Andrew, who is who is your number three star? My number three star coming in this week was from Arizona State, and it was Elliot Plord. Elliot Plord, a hat trick he, against UCO. He did. He was he was instrumental in that comeback against UCO on Thursday night. So I think that cemented him as the third star of the weekend. Little number 11. Okay. He's also on that line with uh, shifty number uh, 19. And I think he got a couple of more points. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just BSing here off the top of my head. I thought he got some more points against Oklahoma, but uh, he was a good little player out there. Yeah, he was. He was like, very instrumental Thursday. And then my uh, my second star of the week is from Oklahoma. It's Paulo DeSouza, the captain. Give me okay. So, yeah, what did, what did? Go ahead, Homer. Let's hear it. Four four assists on Friday night. So had an assist on each one of the three opening goals of the game. So yeah, and he had a couple more points on Saturday. So and then my number one star of the week. This will make you happy. Mm. I'm. I'm going from UCO, Niall Mills with a goal and three assists. Really? 
And uh, yeah, and that was in the big uh, that was in the big win on Saturday. He was he was all over the place. Huh. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> that that'll make me happy. Like I'm a UCO fan. Come on. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're right now just choking right now on their, on the, on their, <laughs> they're going, wait a second, Perry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big, yeah. Closet, uh-huh. closet, home. closet yeah. Homer on that one all the way. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's me. That's, that's me. All right, Andrew. Well, okay. So, you're, so you've, you're going with number 11 from Arizona state Plourd, number 88 from your home team, D'Souza. D'Souza. Yep. And then you're going number 61, is it? Yeah, 61 mils. Uh, 61, 61. 61 mils from mil. central Oklahoma. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, here, it, if, if that's the case, let me throw in some honorable mentions here. I okay. think um, uh, Arizona's goaltender, uh, Nolan Bivolchik, on uh, uh, Saturday uh, should be get, get a little bit of honorable mention. Uh, yeah, played very he, well. And also Anthony Churro from uh, Thursday night. You know he took um, Oklahoma. It's it's tough to win a, a game one to nothing. And uh, but he pitched a shutout against uh, a pretty good little Oklahoma team. And uh, so I think both of those both those kids shined. I would. Um, you know what? I'm going to lose my mind here. Let me see if I can't look it up really quick. Um, I'm I, you know I kind of want to take a little bit of exception from your. Uh, Oh, on your number, on your number two star there with Mister D'Souza, only because yeah. you know the, he he gets. I know he gets a lot of points, but boy, he also causes. Uh, you know, he's just a well, kind of a. Uh, he's a, he's a he's a pain in the butt, if you will, on the ice. In a, he is, in a, he's in his he's in the middle of everything. He's in the middle of everything, whether he whether he whether he belongs there or not. And, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, I'm, there were, there were some times where, uh, I, I would have thought a cooler head should have prevailed, uh, with him. And, uh, but instead he's, you know, he's kind of does some dumb things out there on the ice. Now, granted yeah. he scores, but, um, he also does some think, dumb things. I think he, I think he's one of those kids that you love him if he's on your team and you hate him if he's not right. Yeah. It's probably a lot of truth to that. Yeah, kind of a little agitator, and but hey, those guys, those guys have a those guys have a spot in the game, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. The um, Arizona State's goaltender, their backup goaltender, Everett Yasinski, he uh, got yeah. called into action on uh, for the two games against Oklahoma, and I thought he uh, acquitted himself fairly well. Um, you know, Bronson Moore has been uh, taking on. Most of the uh, duties in net for ASU, but um, he got himself a little bit of a tweak on uh, Thursday night, and so Everett was called to action, and i I thought he uh, I thought he showed up pretty well. Um, you know, yeah, even I, though it was two losses, um, you know the kid uh, it, it, the kid didn't go out there and just totally uh, uh, you know crap the bed or anything. He he did. Uh, yeah, I, did I thought he did well. Didn't yeah, didn't embarrass anybody, right? And I wondered, you know, I didn't go firing over there and. And asking what was wrong with uh, Moore and all that, why we didn't see him. But I figured he either got hurt or Coach Green was just throwing the throwing the backup kid in there and letting him, you know, trial by fire early in the season. Games, you know, they matter, but, you know, there's plenty more to play. So get some time in now just in case. You never know. So I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure what happened there. Well, I went over and talked to him, and uh, he said he was really upset that Andrew was uh, not showing him an awful lot of love. 
on the podcast. So <laughs> he just held them out and um, played Everett. And so, there you go. Uh, yeah, Bronson Bronson was a good. Uh, he's a he's a he's a great kid. And talked to him and another couple of other folks uh, on the ASU team. We're probably going to have them on the uh, podcast here coming up soon. So uh, something to either look forward to or to be scared of. You know, um, I'm going to yeah. show I'm going to show a little bit of uh, another honorable mention love to uh, Grant Payne from Colorado, the goaltender. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's suffered some tough luck. Um, he's been the horse that uh, CU is riding in net all seven, eight games now. And uh, you know, for him to essentially pitch a shutout uh, at Missouri State on game eight after losing the first seven games, I thought was uh, showed a lot of resiliency on his part. In um, uh, good for. Good for uh, good for Benny Toller at Colorado, and good for uh, 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 good for Grant, you know, to uh, show some perseverance and uh, and to come through. You know, sure he got scored on late, but you know that was yeah late. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, game was over. Game game was far from over. I mean, the game was far 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 from being a contest. It was just a matter of watching the clock run down. You know, I think maybe maybe that proves that maybe maybe they listened to us out there a little bit because I think last week you said. That, you know, if he could uh, figure a couple things out and, and stand a little taller back there in net, they'd be all right. And here he is, almost right. pitches a shutout on I, Saturday night. I know they were. I know they were pretty darn excited. So uh, good for them. And then the last honorable mention I'll throw out there: it's to the the, the regular Missouri State superstar that we're going to have out there. Is little number ninety Nikita Solnikov. The kid is just smooth, and he always puts the puck away. He's, he was. He's good. Yeah, he was really really good, and um, just a smooth operator on the ice. And uh, you think he's a you think he's a, a one-way player. He's only going, you know, forward on the offense. Uh, but I, I, when the few times I did, I was able to tune in and catch uh, the broadcast, Steve Casson's broadcast of Missouri State Hockey. Uh, I saw little number 90 doing some back checking, and he was hustling back to, uh, no, he, you know, don't get me wrong, he didn't have a long stick, and he wasn't standing in front of the crease or anything. But he also wasn't just uh, cherry-picking out there at the, uh, at the right. uh, other, other blue line, you know, waiting for the stretch pass. So no, he's yeah. he's kind of established himself. He's just kind of one of those kids that you know, game in and game out, he's going to be good, and he's just going to be there, right? Yep, yep. So that's me here. I, that's me trying to be politically correct. I would, uh, I, I would. Andrew's three stars again are Plourd uh, from ASU, D'Souza from Oklahoma, and number one Mills. Mills from UCO. Yeah. Kind of team goes one and two on the weekend, and you give them the number one star. I like it. The, uh, yeah. And if I were those kids, I would I would wait. I wouldn't do anything else. I would wait by your mailbox and wait for the three stars of the week <laughs> gift to come in the mail for you. <laughs> uh, you think they really have a mailbox? Well, you know, wait outside your apartment, whatever it might be. <laughs> All right. Hey, this past week, uh, the coaches got back to ranking um, uh, the teams. And uh, UCO moved up a spot from number nine to number eight. Arizona moved down a spot from number 10 to 11. Missouri State and Oklahoma hung tight at 14 and 15. Arizona State entered the poll at 24. And Colorado dropped all the way from 19 to 25. Uh, Colorado State had the uh, uh, polls gone a little further. Uh, outside of 25, I think there would have been 27. They were the second most team to receive votes and the others receiving votes. We also had some other interesting results throughout the weekend. I know that um, uh, the big horse uh, or the big matchup was Number two, Lindenwood at number four, Michigan Dearborn. And those two teams split over the weekend. 
which was interesting. Iowa State, a number yeah. three team in the nation, went on the road at Illinois State, and they split uh, in Bloomington. The number one team in the nation was swept in overtime by uh, Jamestown two nights in a row. Adrian, the beast of uh, the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League, they just rolled on Western Michigan. I think they had like a 5-4 game, and then they just beat the Earl and Snot out on the next night, like 8-1. to one. Yeah. So, Andrew, now that the coaches are back at it, and, and just for the listeners, the few listeners that we do have, we're, we're going to have the rankings for the month of October will be um, done by the coaches. And then once, I, th- I believe it's the October 30th ranking, whenever Wednesday is, whatever Wednesday, the last Wednesday in October, whenever that is, that's going to be the, um, that'll be the first computer ranking of the season. And then after that, it's going to be all on. There won't be any of this coaching bias that shows up. So what, what do you think, Andrew? Where do you think the rankings are going to have? What's going to happen to the WCHL teams in this next coach's biased ranking? Oh, you know what? I think, uh, Oklahoma, you know, with Oklahoma having a good weekend, I think they should probably move up a spot or two. Um, you know, UCO probably maybe drop a spot. Arizona maybe pick up a spot, but I think the ones that, that really needs to move here is Arizona state. They're, they're in 24th right now. I think you've got to, I don't think you could argue with anybody about putting them in the top 20 and, and being wrong about it. So I think, I think Arizona state's going to be the big mover of the week here out of the, out of the, what is it? Five teams that I mentioned there. So, yep. Yep. I I think, I think you got to put them in the top 20. I think the, uh, I think the coaches, now the coaches are biased and they go over, um, you know, they, there's a lot of recency bias and there's also a lot of historical bias that goes with them. I think they'll see that UCO went one and two on the season. They'll drop UCO from like eight to nine or eight to 10. They'll probably leave Arizona right where they are. They'll drop Missouri state a spot for losing to Colorado. I think they'll probably flip Oklahoma and Missouri state, uh, 14 yeah. and 15 Arizona state. They'll move them up a spot or two. They won't, uh, they won't move them up uh, too much just because, Coaches are well. There's all that bias going on there. Um, they'll they'll, yeah, they'll recognize that they should move up, but they won't rocket them up like they should. It's you know yeah, these, they should. Yeah, these rankings, Andrew, are like gas prices. You know, it's easy to jack. Yeah. It's easy, you know, to fall. Uh, you know, it's converse. Gas prices are easy to jump up really high, but they're slow to come down. Here in the rankings, it's easy to fall, but it's slow to move up. Move up, yeah, yeah, and. And you know, you know my opinion on coaches' polls. So, yeah, you know, Arizona State's a top twenty team. They are. Look, I mean their their record their record stands for it, right? They've played the Oklahomas and Arizona, so they've played tough games, and they they what split with UNLV that's ranked like thirteenth right now or something. So, yep. you know, they've played nothing but tough games here and have done fairly well early in the season. So. I mean, Easily a top 20 team, in my opinion. Yep. I, I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I think we've got uh, – it's going to be an interesting race here for the WCHL uh, championship. And, uh, yeah, I think right now it looks like a five-team race, just a five-team free-for-all. I think so. Yep. All right. Hey, we got uh, – kind of got a – we have an off week in terms of WCHL action, and we have a light schedule of games with only three of the uh, seven WCHL teams in action. Uh, all of them are at home, so that's good news. Uh, out in the desert, Grand Canyon is going to uh, venture over to Oceanside and take on the Sun Devils. That's on Friday and Saturday night. Grand Canyon is new to Division One this year and will be joining the Western Collegiate League next year. 
but uh, so so that ought to be good. Uh, get some yeah, get a little. Get a little preview. Yeah, get a little preview. Get some uh, rivalry going there between those two guys. Our old friend Kelly Newton is uh, an assistant coach at uh, Grand Canyon now. He was the head coach at uh, Colorado State when we formed the Western Collegiate League many years ago. And uh, he left from there to northern Colorado, and now he's down in uh, the Phoenix area assisting uh, Danny Roy at Grand Canyon. So it'll be good to see what uh, the Sun Devils, if they can – Get in there and uh, take care of business against the antelopes. How about that, the antelopes? Have you ever seen an antelope, Andrew? I have not seen an antelope. Serious? I have not. Come on. I have not. You ought to drive through like northern New Mexico. They're all over the place over there. Yeah. I have not ever seen one. The only antelopes I've seen in the Phoenix area are Grand Canyon antelopes. But uh, (laughs) in real life antelopes, yeah, they're all over the place. You ought to... We need to go on a road trip, pal. Need to need to venture out a little bit is what you're saying. That's right. That's right. Expand your horizons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, up in the fort, Fort Collins, Colorado State gets back after it. After, uh, uh, you know, they played one game against Midland. It seems like uh, that was back in 2016. Yeah, it seems like and, forever ago. Yeah. And uh, so now they're finally getting into the swing of things. And, um, you know, they, they're going to host Western Michigan. Western Michigan um, was ranked, I think they're ranked number 20. And they just got pasted by Adrian Adrian two nights in a row. Um, the funny thing with Western Michigan is, I believe, I could be wrong, I believe that their NCAA team is called the Broncos. But the club team that plays ACHA D1, they go by the Stallions. The Stallions. Yes. Um, they played Western Michigan played a series of games at Northern Illinois, uh, two weeks ago. And, um, I, I had reason to watch that game and it was funny because the announcers, uh, could not get the name straight. They called them the Broncos. They called them the stallions and they called them the Mustangs. <laughs> they, they had the general horse concept, correct? <laughs> but they, they couldn't get the name right. They were in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. They were they 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 had a <laughs> they had a horse. They just couldn't get it saddled. They didn't know which way which way it was going. Which way was the right way? That's that's pretty good. So uh, so the stallions will be uh, up in up in Fort Collins at Colorado State. So that'll be fun to watch on ColoradoSports.tv. And then the big game or the big uh, series is, I think it's number 11, the Fighting Illini from the University of Illinois who are going to come into town to play Central Oklahoma Ooh. up in Edmond on Friday and Saturday. I know. Ooh. Nick Fabrini and his boys, uh, they're going to venture away from the big pond and they're going to come down to um, uh, Central Oklahoma. And, you know, we've talked before, Central Oklahoma, that, that's a tough place to win. It is. And it's a tough place to play. They, they, they have a, they have a, 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 they exude a confidence in that building. Now, when they go on the road, you know, yes, they're still a very talented and tough team, but when they're at home and you, you, you already feel like you're down yeah. you know, a goal before you even step on the ice, just because of the yeah, atmosphere got, that's there. Yeah, they've got that home swagger, right? Mm-hmm. In Illinois, used to playing on that extra wide sheet that they have up there in uh, in, in in Champaign. We've been there before. Yes, we um, have. That thing is about what two hundred feet by about one hundred twenty-five feet. Yeah, I, think I was going to say. I think when I saw it, it was two hundred by one twenty-five or one thirty-five, something like that. 
I mean, it, it is obscene how wide that thing is. I mean, it's 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 a sight to behold. It is. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> I, I I am so glad that I never had to play on that. It is. Um, you know, it's it's a different place. You know, you got to walk downstairs to get to all the locker rooms, and you're in that little tight little tunnel together, and and then you walk out and you sit right underneath the bleachers with the fans right there above you. It's it's something else up there. It is in Illinois. The 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 rap on Illinois for uh, you know. Here we go. I, here I just two seconds ago I was complaining about historical bias, and here I'm going to lay some historical bias on you. <laughs> uh, Illinois's uh, rap is that they're always good at home because they're made for that big pond, that big sheet. But uh, when you get them on a 200 by 85, they don't know what's going on. Yep. Um, and so it's they're they're easier to take on a 200 by 85 now. That may be true. That may not be true. We're going to find out on Friday and Saturday up in Edmond. Um, but uh, lay some lay some predictions on us. Grand Canyon at Arizona State, Western Michigan at Colorado State, and Illinois at Central Oklahoma. Andrew, you know, fire away. You, you were a hundred percent last week. I thought I was. I was spot on last week. I am, and I'm going to be. On. I'm going to be spot on this week again. I am going Arizona State on both Friday and Saturday night. Okay. I'm going UCO on both Friday and Saturday night. Ooh. And I'm not going to steer away from my plan. And I am going Colorado State both Friday and Saturday night. So the home I team like is it. done. I like it, Andrew. You were officially a WCHL homer. That's the way it should be. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's right. I mean, come on. From your lips to God's ears. That's, let's hope it works out that way. Right. That would be awesome. That is Oklahoma. Right. Oklahoma, Colorado, Missouri State, and do, 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 Arizona. They all have the weekend off. Congratulations. Yep. You win the weekend. That's right. Uh, I know Oklahoma has a big football game. I believe Arizona has a big football game, too. Um, so, yeah. I know uh, I know Oklahoma's got a big one coming up, but I don't know about Arizona. Yeah, I saw it. I was reading an article about it earlier. Hey, Andrew, we got um, – um, I'm, I'm going to – I like the fact that your predictions were easy to remember because I can go back and without having yeah. to re-listen to the podcast, I can remember them. You picked yeah, all the WCHL teams. But I keep all week. my I keep all my notes too. So if you ever have any questions, <laughs> yeah, I just just ask you, right? Just ask, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, last week we had a listener um, who heard your uh, predictions, and he he did go back to listen yes, to the podcast. Did um uh, to verify uh you know he was a little trust but verify action it was arizona state's uh coach tate green on uh friday boy he was giving you the what for a little bit about uh you and your podcast prognosticating he was he was giving me some grief and i loved every minute of it <laughs> it was you know we got to we got to talk to him for a little bit before the friday night game and he is a he is a great man the uh he was funny and, and giving it to me a little bit about my, uh, like I said, my my predictions. And he was trying to hold my toes on the line a little bit. And I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed every minute of it. I love it. Hey, me too. Me too. Better better that he gets he gets after you than getting after me. If he gets after <laughs> me, I'm in trouble. That's right. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And uh, so, Coach, we, we thank you for listening. We also got an email from uh, uh, the, the, the parents of a player for the University of Arizona, the Dungies. Um, and they were given, you know, to, to be fair, I think they were giving you a hard time and it was really me. I was the one who was moaning and groaning uh, about pay-per-view hockey broadcasts and 
they were commenting on the irony about um, the fact that Oklahoma has a pay-to-watch policy for their games this year. I am, I am one hundred percent innocent, and uh, on this whole thing here, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're the guy that set up this stupid policy. Uh, you're the guy that turned Oklahoma on to Black Dog. To to uh, be, so, but to be fair, I was. I think I was the one who was. Uh, um, who was complaining about not wanting to watch, not wanting to pay good money to watch Iowa State and uh, Missouri State the week before, and so I, I, I get the uh, the the hypocrisy, if you will, um, uh, from Oklahoma uh, wanting to charge on their pay per view broadcast. Uh, now, in, in my defense, that wasn't my decision. I my <laughs> when when I uh, it was it's always been my policy to. Um, um, you know, when you charge people to watch their broadcast, invariably those broadcasts go sideways. Something, yes, and something goes wrong. Technically, you know, rinks are not made. Nobody ever builds a rink and then uh, unless they're like an NCAA or a pro rink, nobody ever builds a rink with the Internet connection in mind. And most rinks that I'm aware of are held together by bailing wire and scotch tape and bubble gum. Yeah, and yeah. The, the internet is the absolute last, last, uh, or one of the one of the last concerns that uh, that people take into consideration when when you know building the rink. So, um, you know the those pay per view broadcasts go sideways, and and what are you going to do? You're going to get complaints from people that want refunds, or yep. uh, you know where where's the broadcast? I paid good money for it, and I it was always my policy to. Um, advocate for free broadcast because you know that way if something goes wrong you can you know you, there's there's no refund to demand you know it's yeah. a, it's, a, it's a benefit as opposed to a to a, a paid service and so um it, it what kind of takes all the people off the hook i thought yeah luckily luckily so far this season we it's been it's gone pretty smooth for us there at oklahoma so you're going to take credit hopefully. for that too right Nah, not really. I uh, I did some work on the internet back when we had a, the junior team that played out of our rink there. They used Black Dog and Fast Hockey or something like that. So I had to do a couple of things with hardwire and some internet feed over to where they do the broadcast booth at. But yeah, okay, yeah. So we've so we've had good luck so far. Hopefully it keeps up. Knock on wood, right? Good. Hey, yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I'm just sorry that uh, Oklahoma is the only team out of the seven in the Western Collegiate League that does uh, require folks to pay for the broadcasts. So, trailblazers. Trailblazers. Well, trying to, trying, to make a, <laughs> trying to make a buck any way they can is what, the way I see it. Jeez, Scrooge. Yeah. All, all trailblazers. You, uh-huh. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. We That's wanna, what we are. We want to wish uh, 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 some get well wishes to another listener, um, uh, the best scorekeeper in the ACHA, uh, Wanda from Wanda Hutton from uh, Central Oklahoma. She broke her elbow. Oh, I know. In the in Andrew, you'll love this. She broke her elbow because she was focused so much on getting the scorekeeping just accurate and correct that her elbow was like anchored to the desk, but she was so furiously writing away that you know. It, the the torque just snapped it. Ah, awesome! Insane. Luckily, she was at the rink when. Um, luckily, she was at the rink, and the good doctor was there to uh, put her in a sling. And uh, we hope that the broken wing gets a little bit better there, Wanda. And um, we hope that you continue listening uh, to the podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be 
it's going to be tough to hold on to that that title as best scorekeeper if you've got a uh, you know if you if you got a bum wing there right it's going yeah. to be tough to scorekeep. Going to have to learn the right left handed maybe with your toes yeah. or something. Yeah, you're going to have to get back on the mend here pretty quick because everybody else is coming for you. It'll be like that movie My Left Foot where the dude learned how to <laughs> paint. Thanks. We also want to we also want to wish uh, uh, Betsy Timken. Um, she's the team photographer for UCO. We want to hope that she gets better. She took a puck to the forehead on uh, Thursday night. Yeah. Apparently um, was just gushing blood left and right. Wore a little bit of a crimson mask for a little bit and uh, got two stitches. And she was back at it the uh, the very next night taking pictures. And uh, yeah, she, she, she was awesome. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's all number one. Betsy's awesome to begin with. Um, yeah, she is. yeah, she's, she's the best, but uh, I, I still don't think, you know, I don't know that she has any clue that she, how hard she got hit with that puck. I don't think she appreciates it, but it was, uh, uh, it was, it was a scary thing. And, uh, we're, we're glad that she's getting better. Yeah, so. It's always, it's always scary when you see bystanders around the rink doing stuff and they get hit like that. It's always, always a scary moment. Yeah. And especially when it's folks that are supposed to be paying attention and they are, and they still get hit. Right. Usually all the people that get hit, they're people that are turned the other way and talking to their friends or, you know, looking at their phone yeah. or doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Gavin know. and all that. Yeah. And here's Betsy. Of course, you know, I guess uh, uh, the bright side is it hit her and not all of her super fancy, uh, expensive equipment. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, she's, uh, you know, I guess that that's the silver lining is that it didn't hit the gazillion dollar equipment that she has. It only broke her forehead wide open. So, <laughs> jeez. And hey, um, uh, my last, the, the last thing that's on my list, I just want to say thanks to, uh, to the traveling Bunzas, uh, the U of A fans. Um, some people like them. Uh, some people uh, don't. They're not uh, everyone's cup of tea. But uh, Joe and Jackie and Joanna Bunza travel all throughout the ACHA and the, especially the WCHL supporting the uh, University of Arizona Wildcats. Joe and uh, Jackie actually came out to Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago when uh, Maryville University was out here playing uh, the two Oklahoma teams. Um, and they were supporting uh, former U of A Wildcat uh, and now Maryville head coach John Hogan. Well, they came back uh, a couple of weeks later out here to the Flatlands, and it was good to see them again. And, um, uh, yeah, they got to see two W's for their team. So that was uh, yeah. that was fun. And then, of course, yeah. the whole time Joanna's sitting there knitting a, uh, a freaking uh, like a, a blanket or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I talked. Yeah, I talked to him briefly on Thursday night and uh, ripped on you a little bit. Had a good laugh. So yeah, it was hey. it was awesome. Hey, yeah, yeah. yikes! Well, they're they're, they're good folks, <laughs> and uh, again, I know that they're not everyone's cup of tea, but. Um, they're, uh, I, I, I like them and I get a kick out of them and I like running into them all over the place. They come to nationals. They come to the, I know they travel to, uh, they support the Wildcats all over. So they're, they're a good bunch of folks and now they're loud or Joanna's loud at, at, at in Tucson. <laughs> Holy smokes. Wow. But, uh, luckily she, she kind of keeps it calm on the road, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's what it's all about, right? Having yeah, a good time. Yeah. What do you got? What do you, you got any uh, nuggets of information for us before we get out of here? You know what? I think I'm all out of nuggets. Well, the the last thing I want to say is uh, I I just want to give uh, a little bit of props to the central Oklahoma. 
on Saturday, they had a little fundraiser for a, um, uh, it was a, uh, it was for Allie's house and don't, don't quote me on what it is and what the specifics. All I know is it's a little girl who is stricken, uh, by cancer, who is, um, uh, fighting the fight and, uh, hopefully battling as hard as she can. She was there to drop the puck, uh, between, uh, Arizona and central Oklahoma on Saturday night. And I know that they were selling a lot of, uh, t-shirts. They were selling a lot of, uh, food and other uh, items, anything, you know, all uh, with all the proceeds going to support Allie's house. They had a little uh, pregame thing going on outside at the Arctic Edge Ice Arena. And it's a uh, uh, pretty, thought it was a pretty, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. it was, I thought it was pretty damn good. And uh, good. So high, high marks to, uh, to the UCO. You know, here I am talking about how tough it is to play in their building. And here they are being softies and, uh, Right, helping right. out kids that um, you know are stricken with this awful, awful, awful disease. So good for them, and good for Coach McAllister in that program. And you know that was that was that was something very nice to see. Yeah, kudos, kudos to all of them involved up there. Yep, yep. All right, well, Andrew, boy, you've you've I can't believe we've exhausted your uh, your limited pail no. of knowledge. <laughs> I am. Um... You know, I uh, my pail is empty for the well. For the, rest of the, evening. the well has run dry. The well, huh? dry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the well is dry. Well, we got something to look forward to uh, next week. We'll have some new rankings that come out here this Wednesday. We'll have some uh, couple of games, and then after that, boy, where the Western Collegiate Games uh, just take off once more because we've got the, I believe it's the Arizonas go. I mean the uh, the Colorados go to Arizona, and we have Missouri State coming down here to take on the two Oklahoma teams. Yep. Uh, that should be a, a fun week of action. And then, um, yeah, then I think we have another think, WCHO weekend uh, after that. So we're, we're getting into the, yeah, the season is here. I think the Oklahomas go to the Colorados and then is it Missouri State goes to the Arizonas that following week, I believe, maybe? I don't know. No, something, I, something like that. I should know it. All I know is what I'm doing right now, it's October, and I am making the schedule for next year. So there you go. That's fun. Ten teams. Actually, it's two. It's two different conferences. Ten teams uh, in one conference, uh, with uh, us adding Utah, UNLV, and Grand Canyon to the seven that we already have. And then uh, over that other conference that I'm helping out with, uh, right now it's six teams. It might be a seventh. I don't know. It might be a sixth. I don't know. We might. So we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, I'm putting. I'm, I'm getting calendars for 2020 and 2021. Oh boy. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. So if you got any requests out there, um, just let me know, tune in and, uh, (laughs) you know, send them our way. Keep the emails coming. We love the, the email there from, uh, from Mr. Dungy and, um, appreciate, appreciate that. Um, keep the comments. We love the, uh, the fact that, you know, I kid around that we only have 11 listeners. I probably, maybe it's 13 or 14. We have a lot more. Yeah. I think I think every weekend we we turn up with two two or three more people that say, "Hey, we listen to you on the podcast." And we always apologize. We are so sorry. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> we also pre- yeah. minutes. But we appreciate it very very much. And uh, yes, yeah, it's 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 fun for us to do this. Hopefully, Andrew's got a couple of ideas where we might be implementing some stuff to get some instant feedback. 
We've also got a line on some kids that, because uh, nobody wants to listen to us, old tool farts uh, ramble on all season long. So we got some kids that we're going to talk to. Um, so that yeah, should be fun. I think, it, I think it'd be interesting to get some of the players in here and kind of get their pulse and take on the league and not just have to listen to you you and I all the time, right? Yeah, no, to me. I heard what you said. Not just to listen to me. I heard what you said. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, I'm just going to let you know, no Oklahoma players, okay? Uh, first semester anyway. <laughs> first semester. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paula D'Souza, put put away your microphone. I don't I don't think yeah. it's gonna happen. So uh, I was gonna I was gonna have those kids over for dinner one night. I was gonna grab two of them, have them over for dinner, and then uh sit here and podcast right from the uh pod room with you. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that should be a, then, that should be a then blast. I, then I was gonna send you the grocery bill. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I believe. That I believe. All right. Hey, um, for, on that note, let's get the heck out of here before Andrew starts thinking of other things to send me. Um, yeah. We appreciate everyone listening. We appreciate everyone paying attention to the uh, ACHA and to the Western Collegiate League. Follow the Western Collegiate League online at westernchl.com or at Twitter uh, slash westernchl. Uh, shoot us a comment. Uh, my email, my phone number, uh, it's all up there on the website. And uh, you can always hit us up via Twitter. Andrew is at Stickford AM on Twitter. I'm at Blend with two Ds on Twitter. Um, yeah. That's if you want to you know, see a whole bunch of other yeah. other non-hockey junk on there, at least for me, from my hey. perspective. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't put much on Twitter. Yeah, well, you know, can you even spell Twitter? Uh, you know, I try. Yeah, see that. Luckily, it's, luckily, it's, luckily, it's saved in my uh, yeah address bar on go. my home my computer. There you hit T and <laughs> God, alrighty, hot dog. Let's get us out of here again. Everybody, have a great week and be safe at uh, at all your football games for those teams that aren't playing. Andrew, do your thing. Safe, safe travels for everybody on the road this weekend. Good luck to all teams playing. Everybody have a safe week, and we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>